Hello and welcome to Soul Self, where we talk all things energy, consciousness, trauma healing, mindset manifesting, and more. Prepare to turn your pain into medicine and inspiration so you can be in alignment, living your purpose, having juicy relationships, and lush abundance. To stay up to date, join my newsletter at bloomshakti.com and make sure to browse some of my other offerings. Hello and welcome to Soul Self. So now we are on the third part of manifesting, basically, and how to be fucking limitless. So step two, creation is easy. It happens automatically without any effort. Step three is about releasing and allowing. And this is where a lot of people get stuck. But interestingly enough, step three actually clicks into place when we stop efforting, aka stop trying. Because when we finally, finally, finally let go of the reins and we're just fucking allowing things, it all falls into place. And this can be one of the hardest things to do, especially for us fucking control freaks. But we are all so different and we all have different beliefs about life and how things come to us. You know, some people believe that everything can come easily they're relaxed, they enjoy the thrills of life, and they accept that the universe's timing is always divine and perfect, right? These are the blessed and few, the ones that people envy. Other people believe that there are some things that are easy to manifest, but some are more difficult. You know, they always have a lover, but they can't find a job. Or they have money, but their love life's a mess. And it seems like just as soon as they start to, like, they have one thing, another thing drops off, and they are always juggling. So, Then we have other people that believe that everything is difficult to manifest, fucking straight up victimhood, or they just blame it on God and it's just wild. Anyways, nothing comes easily to these people, okay? They believe suffering is essential, God put me in the situation, and even when they get something that they do want, they're always waiting for the other shoe to drop, right? Even when they obtain some level of success, they don't enjoy it. Because they're obsessed with the pitfalls and the possible failures. So there's very little joy in these people's lives. And these are the people that will beat their heads against a wall for a very fucking long time. But who's right? Who's right? Who do you think is right? Good boy. Good boy. Um, you know who's right? Whoever you fucking believe is right. Whatever you tell yourself will come true. That's the person that's right. In truth, none of it's difficult. Nothing's hard to manifest. It's all the same fucking thing. Bringing a desire to fruition is bringing a desire to fruition. Like, why would some things be easier than others in an infinite universe? Right? The only reason why some things seem to be at arm's length is because of what you believe. So the stories that we tell ourselves are the only fucking difference. Okay? A really good book for you to read is A Course in Miracles. And in that book, they say, there's no order of difficulty in miracles. One is not harder or bigger than the other. They're all the same. And that's basically step three of what I'm talking about right now. Letting go. Trust is so essential. Trust is crucial. And relaxation becomes a priority because you're loosening the grip in everything. When we don't do this, we find ourselves in a loop. We feel stressed which is really just fear and overwhelm. We obsess, we vibrate at a lower frequency, which draws in more of that shitty frequency, people and experiences. And it's really easy to stay stuck in a low vibration. And as you know, like attracts like, baby boo. So what does this mean? 
You know, what this means is that a little bit of a bad feeling attracts more of the same shit. It grows, it swells, it gains momentum from there. So feeling bad begets feeling bad. Like, realistically, all you have to do is put your attention on it and allow it to grow. It's that easy. And if you don't want to do it, you don't want to have your life fucking suck sweaty balls, I'm going to share what you got to motherfucking do, okay? Now I'm giving you information, but it's on you to apply it to your life and do something with it. Because knowledge ain't shit if there's no action behind it, okay? There's a ton of things you can do to make sure that your bad morning doesn't turn into a bad week, month, year, or fucking life. So here we go. First thing, stop talking about your motherfucking problems. We all have problems. We've all got some sort of money issue, love life issue, health issue. We all got something going on, okay? And if someone makes it seem like their life has no problems, they're full of fucking shit and they're lying, okay? Pay attention to the, to the no rise, just my bone broad. Pay attention to things in your life that are not going well or causing you a lot of pain. Look at what you dislike and make an energetic ruckus about it. Notice it. Focus on it. Talk to your friends about it. Complain loudly. You could even come up with a small comedy routine about it. Mm, So cute. And you'll be rewarded for your, quote, funny, funny comedy shit, whatever, right? Make a habit of pondering your problems first thing in the morning and last thing before you go to bed. No, Raj, this is for me. And then allow yourself to dwell and wallow. Okay? You can also be really self-centered. And this one's crucial. Make sure that you spend a lot of time thinking about yourself. And especially the many ways in which your needs are not getting met. You know, make your problems more important than other people's problems. And just be sure to just position yourself as a victim. Okay? Position yourself as a victim. Raj, what are you doing, baby? What are you doing? Sorry, guys, one second. He's, like, all over my laptop and trying to drink my bone broth. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Come here. Okay? Um, another thing you can do to make sure that your life really sucks sweaty balls is to not disrupt your negative thoughts. So, let them lead you down the trail. You know, if you want your life to suck, then you got to give your negative thoughts as much attention and time as they ask for like, don't interrupt it by doing pesky things like tapping or dancing or, you know, helping others, having creative projects, watching something that makes you laugh, practicing gratitude or anything else that makes you feel good. Don't do those things, okay? Do not do those things. Raj, come here. No. Down. Down. Oh, my God. God. Yeah, so definitely don't, like, don't do that if you, like, don't want a good life, okay? No, don't do that if you want a good life. Raj, he's eating my Valentine's Day roses. Another thing you can do to make sure that your life absolutely sucks is ignore spiritual and energetic practices, you know? Just say no to looking after yourself and don't take any responsibility for your spiritual, energetic, and emotional health. Even though you really fucking need those practices, just bury your head in the sand And refuse to do them, procrastinate like a pro, come up with excuses as to why you shouldn't bother, you don't have time. 
And definitely don't fucking like tap or dance or anything, you know, don't book a session with a coach or a healer, like don't even watch positive shit online. Another thing, spend time with miserable people. You know, you only surround yourself with people who dwell in low vibrations and and just invite them into your space and let them suck up your life with that negative energy, the sad, disempowering victimhood mentality and stories and ask for details when something goes really fucking wrong in their life and don't ever encourage them to reconsider the way they think about things. Allow their beliefs to just color your beliefs. You know, spend a lot of time talking with them about the ways in their relationship, society and life are all designed to make your life so hard and unpleasant. Also, pay attention to the critics, okay? Put a lot of stock into what people say. Like, you should absolutely care about what people say. And, you know, there's few things that will make you suffer more than listening to what people who have never achieved anything meaningful, you know, will have an impact in your life. Like, if you look at someone's life and it's completely void of anything that inspires you, oh my god. Oh my god. Seriously? Like, whatever they say, take it so fucking personal oh so personal like and then try to you know contort your life to make them happy because trying to please others is just always going to put you out of the game oh also don't ever exercise like why would you do that to yourself why would you want a strong hard lungs and bones and clear arteries lower blood sugar healthier weight regulated blood pressure and prevent cancer right like why would you want to release endorphins the feel-good chemicals for free for free exercise is fucking free don't do it okay you are so much better off spending your money smoking drinking drugs shopping eating sugar to try to feel better also on this note always say no to new opportunities whatever you do don't take any risks play small be afraid stay in the house don't accept invitations don't try to push any boundaries or you know do things differently because it's really important to stick to your your boring ass fucking routine you know especially if you if it's so boring that you want to just throw yourself out of the fucking window and the last thing is always say yes without boundaries like be sure to make yourself overly emotionally available to people who absolutely have no fucks to give about you your life your well-being and just run yourself ragged by helping them out and giving them a place to stay cooking and cleaning after them and accepting all the crumbs and blame yourself for feeling resentful okay this is a perfect cherry on top for a poisonous sunday okay like ice cream sunday so yeah there we have it so fucking easy that's how you allow your life to be shitty as fuck. So if you want a shitty life, do exactly what the fuck I just told you. Okay? Wow, that was fucking a lot. In divine love and light, bring in and activate clear water, crystalline waterfall for anyone and everyone listening, including myself right now. See how easy it is to be miserable. How many of these things that I just mentioned are you realizing that you actually fucking do? Because that's what you need to stop doing. Learning to allow our blessings is a little bit of a mental trick. Okay, It requires us to let go of things that we think we need, usually by changing our state or making ourselves think about something. And when I say something else, I really mean anything but the thing that you've been obsessing over. You can think about your dog, your best friend, a trip you want to go on, what you'll wear tomorrow, a shop you want to open, anything. Ask your friends to help you think about other things. Keep yourself busy. Pick a new project. Throw yourself in it. Clean your house. It really doesn't matter. You just want to keep your mind from going down that scarcity plug hole. 
honestly, tapping is one of the most powerful things. It's so fucking easy. It's quick. It's free. Like, it's one of my favorite ways to release and allow. And every single one of these episodes, by the way, on Limitless, there's a tapping attached to it. Like, where I help you to move through limiting beliefs on manifesting and being in victimhood mentality. And if you want that, if you go to my website, bloomshakti.com, under healing library, that's where you'll find it. And super low cost because I want everyone who listens to these podcasts, if you can't afford to work with me, there's different ways to work with me. There's literally different ways to fucking work with me on every tier, every level. I want this stuff to be available to everyone. And doesn't make, you know, oh, the cheap one isn't as good as the expensive one. No. You start with where you're at and I promise you, it'll fucking pivot your life. That's what it'll do. So the thing with tapping, like therapy is amazing for understanding, but tapping really helps you excavate things, excavate things entirely. And it removes it from your body. It's kind of like pulling out a bad tooth. So therapy helps you understand why it started to decay in the first place, but unless until you get rid of it, it's going to continue to rot. So tapping is really the perfect tool for getting your mind off of a subject, taking the emotional charge out of it, giving you a new sense of clarity so that you can fucking do something else with your time because I'm sure there's 5 million other things you want to do with your time. And any fear or sadness that you feel is resistance. So you can tap that out. And when you remove the resistance, you will have movement, which leads me to moving your body. So I'm not skinny or super fit by any means, but seriously, working out is a game changer. And the thing is, people focus so much on like, I want to be, I want to look like this. I want to weigh like this. You start comparing yourself to others and starving yourself and what have you. I'm not even going to go down that wormhole but moving your body releases endorphins and it changes your state and when your body is moving you're clearing energy and one thing I like to do is before I go on a walk or I do my morning Pilates or I go to dance class is I set an intention that I'm releasing anything and everything that is in my body that's stagnant that I may or may not be conscious of you gotta have a physical outlet sometimes maybe you want to go to the gym like all the time that's great go biking go walk you know, like whatever it is, just get out of your head and into your body. We only suffer when we spend too much time in our minds thinking about ourselves and our problems. So give yourself the gift of freedom from your own thoughts. Another thing you can do to raise your vibration is help someone else. You know, move away from your pain by reminding yourself that other people exist Go visit a friend instead of talking to your problems. Like, get really involved with what's up with them. Why? What are they struggling with? How can you help them? And this is really going to help to restore balance and shift your perspective of life. Because no matter what you're going through, no matter how you perceive your own, quote, lack, I promise you something challenging is going on for other people in your life, too. Another advice that I have is to learn to master your emotions. In order to master your emotions, aka calming yourself down and moving away from like fucked up feelings, is that you ensure that you're addressing your physiology, your focus, your language. 
And Tony Robbins says that mastering these three things gives you greater control over how you're feeling. And I absolutely agree with him because your physiology is what you're doing with your body. Are you sitting up straight? Are you slumped over? Are you eating good food and exercising? Or are you neglecting yourself, right? Your focus is where you choose to put your attention. So what are you thinking about? How did you set up your day? Did you do your tapping? Are you focusing on what's going on in your life that's working? Your language is what you say both to yourself and to the people around you. So are you using empowering language? Are you casting yourself as a victim? Are you complaining or are you looking for solutions? These are the things that we inherently know we should be paying attention to. But when we're in fucked up situations, it just goes out the window. So I want you to get a post-it and write on it. Physiology slash focus slash language. And then remember what I just said to you. Go back and listen to it again. Another thing that you can do is... Honestly, I don't think there's anything worth sacrificing being in that feel-good state of mind, right? Because when you're feeling good, true, like when feeling good truly becomes your priority, you'll begin to realize that there is simply no issue that's worth sacrificing that feel-good state. Like your tolerance for pain or thoughts of lack, it's just going to diminish. It gets shorter and shorter and then you start to feel better and better and you go upwards, right? And... Yeah, I think that's all I have to say about that. <laughs> and you got to think about it. You know, life life really is short. Like, how long are you going to suffer? I think one of my favorite ways to kind of break away from thoughts of lack or focusing on what I don't have is asking myself, like, how long am I going to, how long am I willing to suffer over this? I used to ask myself this every fucking day. Like, especially when I worked my corporate job and stuff, I'd be like, how long am I willing to suffer over this? You know, yeah, I got bills to pay, but how long am I going to suffer for this? And I remember the last time I actually asked myself, I haven't asked myself this in a while. um, I realized that I'd been putting myself through pain for months and I had enough. You know, I didn't need a second more of serving myself more fucking pain. So that's the beginning of switching your thinking and focusing on something else. The thing is, we all know we should be looking after ourselves, right? Doing self-care practices. But if we jump into it without taking care of our frequency first, it's not going to feel good. If anything, it's actually going to make you pretty fucking mad. So the reason for this is because it's very hard to move from furious to ecstatic bliss, right? They are, there are several steps like to go up in the energetic ladder. So we have to work our way there incrementally. So let's say you're having a tough morning, things aren't feeling good. You may feel like you need to do some affirmations, but the idea of doing it pisses you the fuck off, right? So the trick is to work your way up the energetic scale first. First, you want to get into your good feel-good state, right? Your vortex, and then you do your self-care practices. How do you get into your vortex? You change your state. You move your body. You tap, sing, dance, listen to a lecture, do a gratitude practice, take a walk, engage in some combination that gets you there. And then once you're in that like good feeling place, then you say the affirmations, okay? This completely changes how we do any self-care practice because we're coming at it from a place of abundance, joy, and overflow, not from lack, fear, and uncertainty. 
And years ago, I actually used to make a list of like my five biggest limiting beliefs. Then on the other side of the paper, I would write five affirmations to combat these beliefs. And then I would tap through it every single morning. Okay. So consider them to be like tap formations. So if one of your limiting beliefs is that you're weird, then the affirmation would be affirmation would be to be lovable, right? So another thing is like weird people are my favorite type of people. My weirdness is my greatest asset. So when you do an exercise like this, and this is an idea, you can make it your own, right? When you do something like this, um, you're shifting into like a new state on the energetic ladder. So some of us, you know, yelling out, I'm the baddest bitch on the planet. I'm the love of my motherfucking life. I'm exactly where I need to be. Whatever it is we say here and feel and do those things like for ourselves to shift. Okay. So I want to give you some hints for coming up, like I guess hints, tips, whatever, for coming up with your own tap formations. Okay. So the whole goal of a tap formation, which is you're tapping and affirming at the same time, I know I'm going to fucking copyright that, um, is I'm just kidding. I'm not, but is it is to deeply implant a new belief about yourself. So come up with something that feels resonant, exciting, and gives you a sense of internal strength, power, and joy. Okay. You can start the tap formation with saying I am, but if that doesn't feel right, then you can use I am becoming or every day I'm getting more. Okay. And idea, I'm a badass vixen babe. I'm becoming the woman of my dreams. I'm a creative and delicious artist. I am a juicy peach. Every day I'm getting stronger. I am learning how to choose my thoughts. I am creating my reality every day. I am unstoppable. I am that bitch. I'm becoming that bitch. Every day I am getting more into that bad bitch mode version of myself. Okay. Language is personal. So I want you to use what works for you because I'm very sassy with my prayers, manifestations, tapping, what have you. And it's okay to uh, curse because it brings you back into the present moment, but just like make it your own. So you say your tap formation over and over in the mirror, looking yourself in the eye, tapping the points until you feel that power really fucking grow inside of you. Then you go out and fucking conquer the world, baby boo. So one of the reasons why we feel out of control in our life sometimes is because we are behaving as if we're simply passengers in our life. Life just happens to us. We feel victimized. We continue to operate from that space, right? We fail to realize that we're the motherfucking captains of this ship and we can make it sink if we wanted to, right? Like, but we can also point that bad boy any fucking direction we would like. We can go wherever the fuck we want. So remember, this is your movie. You are the main character, okay? 2023 is the year of main character energy only, okay? You're not a fucking member in the audience. You're not a bypass, standby, whatever it's called, okay? You are not just sitting around passively on the sidelines, munching popcorn, waiting for it to get good. No, you have the ability to spin any kind of world you want existence this experience of being a human feels so much better 
right? And that's the whole fucking point is to feel better. If you don't know what I'm talking about, make sure you listen to the previous episodes on Limitless. When we actually become active participants in our lives, when we stop looking at the conditions and reacting to them, and instead we choose to create the kind of life we want to have, releasing and allowing doesn't just mean sitting on your meditation cushion and watching the world go by. It means not suffering, not clinging to your hopes and wishes, and fully engaging with your life. So find joy wherever that might be. You know, the joy might be pottery class, or it might be hiking in fucking Costa Rica. It might be going on a sailboat, or it might be becoming a badass makeup artist. And it might be in all those things, right? Where you find your joy. And just because there is something you want and you don't have right now, that is no excuse for the rest of your life to become sad and just drag. The universe responds to your energy, your frequency, your vibration. So your job is to do whatever the fuck it takes to bring color back into your world. Maybe that's quitting your job to fucking travel, right? Leaving your partner, telling your parents you don't want to be part of the family business anymore. And it's not always easy, right? It is not always easy to do those things. And it may not feel like the path of least resistance, Maybe in a moment, it's not bad, but when you look back at it later, you'll see, like, that it is, right? And I think that it's easier, it's easier to make a tough choice now than to suffer over three decades. And the process of cleaning up old habits, patterns, and behaviors can sometimes look like it's easier or look like it's getting messier before it gets easier and better. And you got to crack the motherfucking eggs if you want to make omelets, right? So you might as well just do better now. So break the cycle. Say no. Don't get dragged along for the rest of your life. Because life is short. Life is really short. The most important thing is that you do what feels good about your life. The sooner you feel good, the faster things will flow to you. And here's a beautiful plot twist. As the rest of your life opens up and feels better, you're going to care less about those things that you need and were once obsessed about. And that speeds up the manifesting it manifesting things in your reality a lot faster so get out ahead of yourself and remember that this is your life make feeling good a priority and behave as if that's the only thing that matters when you no longer have any tolerance for misery in your life you will start making different decisions the way you use your energy in the places that you put your attention will change things become clearer and you will be one of the people in the world who is truly in charge of their life and this is something no one can ever take from you when i got onto this path i was having a lot of mood swings and mind you i'm 
I'm, I'm pretty positive. Like, I've always been a pretty positive person. Even when, you know, I was in, like, the thick of it in my life. Which is, like, after high school, you know, till my mid-20s. Mood swings are a part of life. And often, you know, you're going to be in that feel-good space, the vortex. You, you're, like, fucking high on ecstasy. You feel amazing. And then there's moments, many of them, where you come crashing down. And sometimes you'll be triggered by other people. Sometimes you'll be triggered by fucked up, miserable thoughts. But the most important thing to know about it is that it's fucking okay and it happens. You can't beat yourself up for falling out of that fucking feel-good place. In the beginning, it might be hard to do. You might feel really bad for losing your grip on those feelings. But it's fucking okay. Like, you're human. You fuck up. It's cool. New moment, new moment, new moment, right? Don't feel bad for getting out of that vortex. And don't feel bad for feeling fucking bad. All that matters is that you get back into that space eventually. And you will. You will. Because the more you practice, the more evidence you will have that it is possible to get there. And it's easy to do. So if you just stay the course and keep the faith, you'll be there. And really, like, truly manifest, like, amazing manifestors are the people who fall out of it notice it quickly shrug it off and get back there without too much hesitation this is a muscle that you build over time so don't fucking feel bad about it i'm telling you this again don't feel bad about it you will get there it'll happen you know and remember any time that you fall out of the vortex it's a gift it provides you with this sense of contrast that helps you figure out what you want so you go back and do those things, the practices that actually help you shift your vibration to get back into that space. And by now, I'm sure someone's like, okay, Shayna, but if there's like certain thoughts on your mind and you don't want it, how do you just let go? The answer is that letting go is a practice. It's a daily practice. It's an hourly practice. It's a practice that we have to engage in minute by minute. Because one of the most amazing things that I've discovered as I really dive deep into this work is that When you're truly in the present moment, you don't want anything else. Think back to the last time that you were high on a moment. Maybe you were dancing in your living room, you know, singing out a fucking song in the car, walking the streets of LA, swirling your tongue around a chocolate dipped ice cream in Laguna Beach. In that moment, as you were in full surrender to it, all your senses alive and tingling, ecstatic in the vibration, Did you wish for anything else? Did you want anything to change? Did you hope for that or this or whatever? The answer is no. Because in that moment, wherever you were, you were fully there, totally engaged, completely committed to whatever was going on. And that is where the real juice of life is. In those moments that completely engulf and envelop you. I like that word, envelop. So if there's something that you want more than anything and you want to manifest it and you don't know the next step, the only thing to do is to get high on life. There's no fiddling, no tampering, no jamming your fingers in pies because the more involved you become, the more you quote try, the more effort you exert, the more you will make, you will fuck things up. Okay. So let's say you're in love with someone. Your vision for what it could be is glorious it's a big glowing neon sign lit up with a million megawatt bulbs and it's fucking hot pink purple whatever right my point is the vision's beautiful 
you know where you're going with them and what it looks like. But in the moments where you're just hanging out, laughing, are you fixated on the fact that you've not quite like achieved, like reached that destination? No, because you're fucking having the time of your life looking into their eyes and cracking up and having deep combos and you know, you see the love and joy within them and you're truly enjoying the moment. Every single step of your journey with them is divine. It's beautiful. It's special. He's so wonderful, right? You are in it with them. You're just relishing in it, not worrying about anything, not waiting for the future. You don't need to ask them to define it because you can feel what it means based on their actions and their energy and how they treat you you can see what it means when you look into their eyes and you don't have to ask where it's going because you just know <laughs> like you you just know and you're not concerned there's just no rush rushing and trying to figure it out and you know being on edge that just sucks the juice out of everything it really does. You can't have a happy ending to an unhappy journey. Remember that. You cannot have a happy ending to an unhappy journey. So be in the joy of it every fucking day as much as you can. And this is what I mean by know what you want and then let it go. Okay? Have your vision. Let it be glorious. And then stop trying to control everything. You know? Stop trying to control everything. And this is coming from a former control freak. Yes, there are certain things in my life where I'm like, I need to do that. But of course, like, shit happens. It doesn't always go the exact way that I would like it to. You know, and that's fine. That's okay. Because you come into this place of realization and understanding that all is in divine timing. So, yeah. And, you know, one of the things that has taken me a while to get my head around is that the universe is always providing. So put a post-it, put it, put that on a post-it night. Note, the universe is always providing for me. I'm taken care of by Sky Daddy. Miracles arrive constantly. My needs are always met. Some days you need those reminders, right? We all need those reminders. And when you can step into this belief and fully embody it without any restrictions, conditions, there's no, well, the universe provides for me when it comes to this subject but for this I need to get involved right this is the law it works every time so just chill the fuck out right I cannot tell you how many clients meet a great person hit it off and they're fucking freaking out over whether it's gonna work out or not oh my god she didn't do this he didn't say that like chill the fuck out you know give people the benefit of the doubt just relax you don't need to have everything figured out you know sometimes clients ask me things and I don't have an answer and I tell them straight up like I don't know because I'm not gonna lie to them and really I've I've learned over time that this is the divine kind of like forcing them to let go of the reins trying to control everything you know and that's what I fucking love about the law of attraction, right? It always works. It's evident. It's clear. It's omnipresent. And sometimes you just got to zoom out of life and remind yourself that life is always happening for you, not to you. 
You're not a victim of your circumstances. And when things do happen and you may not feel good in a moment, you should always be pleased when you look back at those moments because those moments help to shape your world in such a positive way. Everything's always working out for your highest and greatest good. And you got to trust that. You really got to trust that. So I'll just say, know what you want, say no to the rest. You know, one of the ways that we can get really clear about what it is that we want is to prove to the universe that we're serious, right? To prove to God to the, that we're serious and also make space in our lives to call in what we want. That's a practice of radical honesty. A lot of people are not fucking honest and real with themselves. You know, <clears throat> I know people, I have clients who literally have thousands of followers, more followers than me, and they don't make money. And I find that very interesting because even when I was at like less than a thousand followers and I actually have a client who has, I think she has like 700 followers and homegirls making like easy 600,000 a year. You know, like these things really show, tell like where a person's authenticity is. Because if a person isn't speaking openly, honestly, they're not fucking real. Guess what? You can put on a facade all you want, but there's a higher source and power that sees is all seeing, right? And a lot of times when a person keeps self-sabotaging a relationship or whatever person they're dating or their bank account is like really low or they get a good amount of money and then they blow it, it actually tells a lot about that person's habits and how they are with their money says a lot about how they are in their relationships too. And I'm actually going to have a masterclass on this called Money, Sex, and Shadows this month. So make sure to go to bloomshackley.com and check out the spells and masterclasses and join that because it's going to be a low-cost offering. You know, one-on-one sessions, I can't go in too deep because I got to do the healing work. And then my programs, that's an amazing place. But these masterclasses are like mini like it's like an insight into the programs but I also don't fucking hold back like whatever wants to come through I just share it all you know so come join invest in yourself you know and if you love my podcast you love my vibe like then imagine what the fuck you can get out of a paid container like you get so much more when there's actually an energy exchange not to say that I hold back in anything because I don't but I do notice there's a shift, you know, there is a difference. So check that out. Um, another thing I want to talk on, and then I think I'm going to end this episode is how do you feel fucking good about manifesting, right? Like how do you feel better about manifesting? And when you start to dabble in the law of attraction, or even if you've been doing this shit for years, you may suffer from moments of doubt and skepticism and disbelief. And yes, I know all this manifesting stuff, right? You might find yourself thinking that, oh, am I, I'm doing it the right way. Oh my God, the, like I'm doing it the wrong way. Where's the love of my life? Why is the money not in my bank account? Where's the, um, where's the evidence of my manifesting abilities, right? 
The problem is in the question itself, babe. We get so hung up on the physical manifestations and think that they are the only one to know. Like, we get so caught up in this that we think, what the fuck was I going to say? We get so caught up on, like, our physical manifestations and think that, oh, okay. So we think that having it, like, physically is the only way to, to like, know it's working or not working, right? Sometimes I think really, like, I have thoughts in my mouth. I don't, like, process it quick enough to for it to come out of my mouth. It's really weird. But anyways, I digress. Um, so don't take, like, your physical as like a reflection of like what's going on in your head. I mean, it is a reflection of what's going on, but don't base your worth and stuff and whether you're manifesting or you're praying isn't or isn't working is or is not working because of you not having the car, the money or the lover, the house, whatever. Okay. Don't use your observational senses to make a score of how long you're in the process of manifesting because often the things that we desire manifest in the blink of an eye. It's true, isn't it? So your eyes and ears are actually not a reliable measuring stick. The babe of your dreams could be right around the corner and you'd never know it. You only, like, you should only use how you feel as a way of measuring how close you are. The only time that something is slow to manifest is because, like, it's always coming to you. And it's slow when you're trying too hard. So giving too much of the wrong kind of attention. And thinking about it more and more and more, you know, like nothing's going to fucking change when you do that shit. So just train yourself to look at what you like, right? Think about why you want it, the emotional reason for it, um, a way that makes you feel good about it. Find a way to think about it that like feels better. What is the why behind what you want? The truth is you don't really want the thing. You want the feeling that thing will give you but once you realize you can have that feeling now by sinking into the moment seeking out fun in your life you're going to be less attached to needing this specific thing when you truly practice this you can cut out the middleman what the thing you think you need and just sink into the delight of enjoying your fucking life in this moment and some people will chase the carrot their entire lives always hunting down the next thing they think that It'll make them feel better. If you remain oblivious to the fact that you can generate the feeling right now with no external factors, you're always going to be in pain. You're always going to look outside of yourself for happiness. And we all have hopes and dreams. Sometimes they can seem overwhelming and we can get totally freaked out if we start to think that maybe it's not going to turn out the way we want it to. But the truth is that none of us are guaranteed tomorrow. In fact, there's no security in life, period. Even when you're married, there's no fucking security that that person's going to stay with you forever. And yet, people get so complacent in their life, right? So, learning to focus on things that please you rather than things that upset you is truly a skill. It's It's discipline. And... Honestly, the best advice I can give you is don't be patient. Be confident. Because the goal with manifesting is to feel good, to feel sure about it. You don't have to be patient. You just need to be certain and calm. That comes with a regulated nervous system, clearing your trauma, 
Q Shakti Alchemy, which is open for enrollment right now. And imagine, if you will, someone who is confident that the way that they want, like who is confident that what they want is coming to them, right? They don't fucking run around, freak out, get nervous and act like a psycho bitch. They get dressed up, greet the day and enjoy the motherfucking day life moment by moment. So don't put everything on hold while you wait for things to come to fruition because nothing will slow the process down more effectively. Know what you want, bless it, let it go, enjoy your life. Your life is a very precious resource. We weren't made to just come, go to college, or work till we die. That's not what life is meant for. It's really not... The key to manifesting is to just let the present feel overwhelmingly good. Be happy with yourself in the moment. And when you feel so whole that you no longer care whether it will happen, that's when amazing things materialize before your eyes. I've learned that being whole is the perfect state of creation. And I've seen this time and time again. I've witnessed true healing in people and they feel so complete that they no longer want they no longer feel lack and they don't try to do it themselves they just let go just laugh at the simplicity right the easiest way to let go of attachment to what we want to stop future uh future tripping and just chill the fuck out is to enjoy the moment trying to grasp what we want it just makes it slip away from our fingers right because the thing about grasping is that we're doing it because we believe that this thing that we want is our only salvation but you already know by now that no one thing is your salvation nothing outside of you will really give you the feeling that you want only you can do that so think about that take a deep breath Breathe in the knowledge that you already have everything you need within you. Let it swell your heart open and fill you up. And visualize yourself blowing the desire and attachment out of your body. This is how we unblock our blessings. By not needing anything external. By relaxing. Right? And this is the feminine part. And guys, if you're listening, you have a feminine part too. So there is a part you do, do, do. And there's a part where you let go and chill and receive. When you finally let it go, everything comes rushing in. You've released the desire and you've allowed the universe, God, angels, source, healed one, wise ancestors to do its work. And that's a beautiful thing. So make sure to check out the second round of Shakti Alchemy on my website under the work with me tab. I even have a podcast on it, diving deeper into what we cover each week. There's also the Magic Money and Manifestation course. There's two levels and level one closes March 31st. So you're not going to be able to get back into that course until next year. And then, of course, there is the masterclass that's coming up, Magic Money 
Sex, Money, and Shadow. And I'm, re- I'm really excited about that one. So I don't plan anything um, like what I'm going to talk about. Kind of have a general idea. But I just go with the flow of what people need to hear in that moment. So we'll see what comes through. And yeah, make sure to follow me on Instagram, bloomchefby.com. Subscribe to the newsletter. If you go on my website, it's on the homepage. Just put in your email. I send out an email a day and there's inspiration. There's also, you know, like tips and tricks and spells and who knows what. And if you want something juicier than what I give on my Instagram story, then make sure to join my Telegram group, The Vortex, because that's kind of where I just jam out on things behind the scenes and who knows what. But until next week, take care. Hope this was insightful and you're feeling empowered. I would appreciate if you could do an Apple podcast review. It takes less than 15 seconds. Forward and share this with anyone you feel would benefit. Tag me on Instagram and I will talk to you soon.